We've been very concerned about our uh, brothers and sisters in Israel, and we pray that this ceasefire is really a true ceasefire. Someone who can uh, shed some light on all of this for us is Ariel Kahana. Ariel Kahana is diplomatic commentator, journalist for uh, Israel Hayom, and he is with us live via telephone from Israel on this Monday morning. Ariel Kahana, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Pleasure to be with you and with your listeners, Nachum. And uh, as you said, it's the beginning of a new season from few aspects. There's no question about that. What I'd like to hope is that a season of peace has begun. Can you confirm for us that, in fact, Israel is now in a state of ceasefire and our brothers and sisters can roam the country freely, so to speak? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. That's what I meant to say. Uh, yes, it, it's uh, now it's, uh, I believe, more than uh, 12, even 15 hours, more or less, since the ceasefire began. It looks uh, serious. It looks stable. Serious, I mean, a real uh, ceasefire. Uh, no drops, no extras, uh, really quiet. Uh, all restrictions uh, that were in the last week for the places, the towns in the south are lifted. Life became completely regular, including uh, allowing people to go to the beaches uh, for those who are looking for it. So, uh, yes, Baruch Hashem, it's, it looks very good. Now, uh, Ariel Kahana is with us from Israel, Yisrael Hayom. Um, it, it, we left the air Friday morning, uh, which was 4 p.m. Israel time on Friday, and I don't think anything had begun. Even we were, when we were still on the show, I don't think anything had started. Then, of course, an hour or two later, we start to hear the news reports from Israel. Now, I'm not in any way upset about the following, but I'm curious why you feel this was such a short encounter. Why did it begin on Friday afternoon? And thank God, thank God, on Monday, we could say with confidence that it's over. So actually, uh, things were, were like that. Uh, there was, I mean, let, let's go one week uh, uh, back. Right. Uh, Israel arrested the head of the Islamic Jihad, which is, of course, an, a terrorist organization, an Iranian proxy. Uh, so Israel arrested the head of this organization in Judea and Samaria. Uh, as a revenge, that group in Gaza threatened uh, to actually kill Israelis. There was, there was a very uh, confirmed information, intelligence uh, for Tsar, for the IDF, that the terrorist groups are actually sitting on the border, the border of Gaza and the south, and looking for opportunities uh, to kill to kill Jews. Uh, that happened or began since Wednesday. From that day, uh, actually, I would say tens or at least a lot of places, towns, cities in the south were uh, um, were actually told not not to go out of homes. And we're talking about thousands of thousands of people that couldn't get uh, couldn't get out of their homes because uh, there was a threat. That uh, lasted, let's say, about 48 hours. And then, from one hand, um, you know, people said, enough is enough. We, we want to go back to, to our regular life. How, how long can we stay at home? And from the, from the other hand, there was, uh, let's say, uh, opportunity uh, to kill a major leader of this uh, Islamic uh, Jihad group in right. Gaza, right. Um, to, kill, to kill their head. Uh, so that's how the operation began. Uh, that happened on, on Friday, as you said. 
And so, as a revenge, of course, they, uh, you know, send the missiles, we send our own dome, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the round is no, the, the way it works is, is, is well known. And then yesterday night, I mean, talking about Israel time, it was uh, early morning for you. Um, uh, we had the ceasefire beginning, and as we said before, it looks it looks good, it looks stable, and I think we are back to regular life. Ariel Kahana is with us, diplomatic commentator, journalist for Israel Hayom. Um, not to be uh, not to be too cynical, I think that I think it's a worthwhile analysis because of what's going on in Israel now politically. Uh, every one of these operations produces winners and losers. How does the uh, temporary prime minister look after the last few days? <laughs> okay, that's a question Nahum, everybody are asking. So, look, <laughs> I, I, from from my point of view, he did he did a good job. He did a good job. Uh, I mean, they began on time. They they stopped on time. Uh, his declarations, his statements were right. I, I think he played it right. Uh, now, as you said, the, the question, and we know that just in the weekend's polls. We are, of course, let's remind us, we are three months before elections. Uh, would that be shown in, in the polls? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I believe uh, at least 90% of the Israelis are, are more or less on, on the same page. They know who they're going to vote for. And, and I don't think uh, uh, what happened in the last days is going to change their mind. Right. But, you know, uh, the difference between the blocks is one or two seats, mandates in the Knesset. Mm-hmm. So maybe that will make the difference. Who knows? You know that in this audience there are a lot of Netanyahu and Bennett fans. It's not a secret. Uh, did either of them become higher profile over the last few days? Did either of them have a role in any of this? I think no. Look, Bennett is actually, although he had some role uh, in the internal discussions, it was not seen on public. I mean, he took no pictures and made no no statements. So actually, almost nobody knows he was he was part of the decision uh, making. Regarding Netanyahu, so he had a formal meeting uh, briefed by Yair Lapid, by the Prime Minister. It was very clear it was not convenient for Netanyahu to be the one who gets the brief and not the one who who, who give it. Um, but uh, but on top of that, Netanyahu made his part going to Fox News to to and, and it's very important to say he backed he backed Lapid. He didn't say, oh, it's a war from political reasons, right. as, as they told him when he was in office. So uh, so I, I don't think he's going to be hurt from that. Uh, the same, I'm not sure he's going to be going to earn any points for of that. Right. He, he, he's on his page. Won't make much of a difference is uh, what it sounds like. Um, well, Baruch Hashem, yeah. our brothers and sisters in Israel are in a better situation than they were uh, 48 hours ago. Thank God for that. And th- it's interesting timing, uh, Ariel Kahana, isn't it, uh, that all of this happened as the 9th of Av, Friday night, was officially beginning, and as the Tishabav observance was taking place on Sunday. I'm sure this was not lost on you that this was happening as we were going through the saddest day of the year. Correct. Uh, although, you know, we are experienced enough uh, <laughs> because we actually we have su- such a round with Gaza almost every year. And I can't say it happens just on Tisha B'Av right. uh, or in the, or in the nine, nine days. And I, I think Nahum, it's almost it's also important to, to mention that in, in the last year fight, we had very significant uh, riots actually inside uh, inside Israel. I'm talking about uh, Akko and Haifa and Yafo. Uh, that 
if that happened last year, it right. didn't happen uh, in the last weekend. And I think that's that's very positive development. It doesn't mean that all issues with Israeli Arabs are, are ended. Definitely not. Right. But at least in this round, uh, it was better. Wow, what an important point. And I'm so glad you mentioned it. And we have to keep that in mind, uh, even though we're thousands of mm-hmm. miles away, that our brothers and sisters did not, uh, were not subject to the, uh, the uh, Israeli Arab riots that took place in so many cities in Israel last year. A very important point. I didn't think of that. Um, it, why, mm-hmm. why do you think Hamas stayed out? Why do you think that... Uh, that, that Hamas stayed out of the entire uh, exchange. And, and I was told that they actually were rewarded for staying out. Does that uh, sound right? So it's, it's a very good question. So actually Hamas now, let's say, is weak. Hamas is weak because last year round actually hurted him in ways that the population in Gaza are telling uh, the leadership of Hamas, I mean, you go to your, your wars, but we pay the price from economical side and, of course, of casualties. Right. So Hamas didn't want to to join this time. For us uh, here in Israel, of course, it's good because because the, the Islamic Jihad is a small group. We must say Hamas is much much bigger. So for us, it's good. Uh, Hamas wasn't part of it, uh, and also Nahu, maybe maybe we will have good news regarding. Uh, our prisoners in Gaza and our, uh, uh, you know, dead soldiers that Hamas yeah. holds their bodies. Yeah. Uh, now it's it's eight years they hold their bodies. There are signs that Hamas is now ready uh, to make a deal. I don't know yet. It's very early. I don't know uh, at all what would be the price we will pay. And of course, some prisoners, some Hamas uh, prisoners will be free. But it looks that maybe, maybe in the coming weeks there is a chance to have such a deal and at least we'll get back the bodies of our soldiers and two Israelis, alive Israelis that Hamas is holding again for a few years now. Israelis, and a lot of people don't realize this, Israelis Hisham al-Sayed and uh, Abera Mengistu and the bodies of soldiers Hadar Golden and Oron Shaul are still being held uh, by Hamas at this point. And yeah, that would be uh, quite a development. It might, it might require the release of a lot of prisoners as we know the way these things go, right? I mean, it may be... It, Correct. It may be a big imbalance in terms of the exchange, but um, uh, but let's hope at least that it will result in the positive uh, uh, aspect that you just described. Uh, Ariel Kahana, I um, uh, we, we have to have you back on because I know you spent some time um, uh, writing about or uh, reporting on what's going on here in this country about a variety of things. So hopefully we'll do that next time if you don't mind. Sure, sure. I would love whatever you say. You know, when you call me Nachom, I'm here. <laughs> I appreciate that. Ariel Kahana, <laughs> diplomatic commentator, journalist, Israel Hayom. Todaraban, stay safe. Thank you. Bye bye, little. Ariel Kahana, direct from Israel for us here at JM and the AM. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and Nachom on the Nachom Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.